0: Today I'm going to speak about our value. Um, Ephesians 210, I feel like this mic has some like reverb. Can you hear that? Is that doing that for me too or for you guys? Okay. <laughs> okay, not too bad <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ephesians 210 says, for we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. I'm going to say each one of you is Christ's masterpiece. The masterpiece isn't something that's thrown together, right? A masterpiece is something that's curated and something that's spent time with. And you guys are each God's masterpiece. When I was praying about what to speak about going into this new year, And on New Year's Day, it felt a little bit weighty to me. I was like, whoa, New Year's Day, a new year. Um, And as I thought back to the last few years and how hard they were for many people and how hard they still are for a lot of people, um, I'm really not feeling like going into this year with like trumpets blasting and, you know, claiming 2023 is our year and um, this is the year of victory and stuff that people say. I'm not feeling that very much. I'm kind of feeling like tipping, you know, tiptoeing in and like kind of looking around, not touching anything, (laughs) but um, maybe that's just me kind of deciding like what's going on before I decide, you know, checking stuff out before I decide what I think of it. And I thought about how, when I was praying, about what to share. I thought about how people set like New Year's resolutions a lot of times this time of year. They set goals for what they want to achieve or who they want to become. Um, And sometimes we achieve those goals and sometimes we don't. And sometimes when we don't achieve the things that we want to achieve, whether they're New Year's resolutions or otherwise, we can feel like failures. Things happen to us also that don't have anything to do with what we have done. Or maybe we were born into a struggling family. Maybe someone hurt us. We were injured. Or um, maybe people said stuff about us or to us that damaged us to our core. Maybe sometimes uh, we've taken on the identity of those words that people have said and that we've believed that we're worthless. Or maybe we've made choices based on Those things. Maybe we make choices based on who we see ourselves as, and those choices have led us farther and farther down a path of destruction. Um. And then we're more broken and hopeless than we were in the beginning, and it's sort of like a, a cycle, right? The good thing and the hope in all this is that your value doesn't come from what people have said or done to you. Your value doesn't come from what you've done. Um, or what you think about yourself, because your value is something that God has given you. And as we start out this new year, um, whether or not you make New Year's resolutions or goals, I want all of us to step into the new year knowing who we are and knowing that we're valuable and knowing that God gave us that value. Um, Genesis 1, and 27 says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. So, this is the story of creation that's in the Bible. This is the story of how, you know, the earth came and the stars and the moon and the water and the fish. And this is the story of how we were created. And it says that God said that we are created in God's image. God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So each one of you is made in the image of God. In Psalm 139, 13 through 18, says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. So you are valuable. You are valuable. I want to do a little illustration. I have here $10. I went to the store. And something cost $7. Could I buy it with this $10? Yep. Yeah. If something was $9.96 after tax, could I pay with this? $9.96. I would get some change back, right? Um, so this is worth $10. What if I wad it up and wad it as hard as I can? Okay. It's gotta be worth less now, right? Isn't this worth less now, Mikey? Look at it though. It's not like a clean, crisp $10 bill. Look at that. Whoa, what if I what if I stomp on it? You know, I really stomp it into the ground. Now it's been stomped and wadded. So is it maybe it's worth like seven bucks now? you think? Is it worth seven dollars? What if I uh you know, some people roll, let's see if I can do this the PG way. Some people roll these up and do stuff with them that aren't very good for our bodies. Um, what if that happened? What if it was rolled up and some, some, somebody did something with it? Would that still make it worth $10? Even if that happened, how about if I threw it in the garbage, if there was garbage and it was dirty and there was old food and beer cans and maybe like a chewed up wad of gum i just threw it in there it's in the garbage now it's probably maybe worth like four dollars right still ten dollars okay i found it in the garbage oh found it in the garbage and man oh if i burned it it would be ash wouldn't it i don't know what to do if that happened What if I ripped it in half? No. No. Is that worth anything? No. No. If I rip it in half? So I balled it up, stomped on it, ripped it in half, did something with it, put it in the garbage. If I pick it up and if I wipe it off, and if I tape, I was gonna have tape up here, but I forgot it. If I tape it up right here. Even if it's missing this little folded corner, say that whole thing fell off, it would still be worth ten dollars. I could take it to the bank and trade it in for a brand new one, or I could probably even take it to the corner store and buy something with it, as long as it was something that was worth ten dollars. So, no matter what I do to this money, except for maybe burning it, like you said, <laughs> um, it's still worth how much? So this is $10. So why if this money doesn't lose its worth and it doesn't lose its value after all of that I did to it, why do we feel like we have lost our worth and value when stuff happens to us? Many of us have been stepped on and we feel like we've been pushed aside. We feel like we've been abandoned. We've been talked about, we've been abused, someone took for us from us or used us. Someone hurt us or took advantage of us, beat us down inside to our core. And we feel like we've lost some of our value. I want to tell you today that this dollar still maintains all of its value no matter what I do to it because some men a long time ago in the government decided that no matter what happened to this little piece of paper that has the $10 on it, no matter what happens to it, if it's still halfway there over, if it's over halfway, I could even take it like this to the bank, then it still has the value of $10 because some guys a long time ago decided that. And I want to tell you today that God decided that you were born with value that cannot be taken away. It cannot be wiped off no matter what somebody does to you, no matter what you do to yourself, no matter the choices you make, Your value is because God said you have value because when you were born, you were born into an identity that is God's identity and that God has value on you because you are you created in God's image. So God is your creator and you are created in the image of God. And because of that, you're valuable. So no matter what's happened these past few years, or maybe your past life, you know, your whole life, not your past life, but you know, no matter what's happened to you, God still says, Lucy has value. Carol has value. Jude has value. All of us have value and our value hasn't been diminished because of the crap we've gone through. And that's a lot of crap. Some of us have walked through a lot of really hard, hard things. Um, Some of us even have gone through dark times where we feel like hurting ourselves or like we don't want more. And I want to just say right now that that's a lie from the enemy and that you are valuable. And I want you to remember that if you ever feel yourself in a dark place where you feel like you can't go on because your life is not worth living, I want to encourage you to remember This silly little illustration and to remember that you are valuable more than anything on this earth and that you are worth it and that things are going to get better. Um, there's nothing that could happen to you and there's nothing that you could do to take away your worth and value your value is given to you by God and just like there's blood pulsing through your veins. Your value is woven into who you are because you are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. So as we walk into this new year, hold your head up high, no matter what has brought you down, no matter all the garbage that we've gone through, even if it's stuff that you've done to yourself, lift yourself up and hold your head up high because you are God's son or daughter and you are valuable. And there's no one else on this earth that can take your place. You are made uniquely. You are made special. You are made for something that God has planned for you to do. And as we step into that and start seeing the fruit of that, then it strengthens us to go forward more and more and more. So um, whether or not you make New Year's resolutions or whether or not you... um, make goals and maybe you're gonna achieve those goals and maybe you're not. And that doesn't matter because you're valuable. And I just wanna really encourage you with that. And um, one time Jesus was talking to his friends and they were freaking out about some stuff. They were worried. There was a lot to worry about then. What'd you say, Jason? like always yeah 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 that's a really good point jason that jesus's people um well i guess they didn't have the full picture so we got to give them a little bit of like wiggle room but the people who walked with jesus they were freaking out a lot and they had jesus in front of them <laughs> like feeding the 5000 and healing people but um jesus told them in matthew 6:25 through 34. He says, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? I'm going to repeat that verse. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Solomon was a king that was supposed to be the richest person in the whole world that had the fanciest clothes. Um, But if God so clothes clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, little faith? And then he just, you know, Jesus goes on and on telling people not to worry because they're of more value. So we can think about that, that, okay, when we start to worry and we start to get down, you know, going into... Whatever we're going into, maybe nothing's changing for you this year. There's a lot of things changing for our family. Um, but maybe you guys are like bright as rain, and <laughs> I hope you are. But um, remember that Jesus says, Are you not of more value than they? So God will provide. And also, um, when we're going through life, Sometimes it can be easy to look at. Let's see, I mixed up my notes. To look at what's in front of us instead of remembering the truth, right? There's what's in front of us, which is true, but then there's the truth of God, which is truth. And that always supersedes what we see in front of us. Because sometimes God's working stuff out in the background and in the details that we have no idea about. And then looking back, you know. We can say, whoa, I guess that was what we were supposed to do, or darn, I missed it there, but good thing I'm still valuable to God, even though I missed it. (laughs) That does happen, too, at least for me. Maybe you guys never miss it. (laughs) So in closing, I'm going to not talk a lot today. I want to read the whole chapter of Psalm 139 to you. And you guys can just kind of soak in it. And I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation, which is a little bit like more in our plain language. Um, So if you read it out of the Bible that's on your chair, it might read a little bit different, but the idea of it will still be the same. And before I read it, so God, I ask that in each person's heart, as I read Psalm 139, that it would almost be like a, like a reset in our minds and our hearts. That we would be able to soak in your words here. That it wouldn't just be words that would come into our ears and then go out. But it would be words that would transform our hearts. And that would take us deeper in your love, God. Because we need to go deeper in your love. We want to know um, who we are and our value in you. And God, I ask that that would be at the forefront of our minds in every decision that we're making. That when we wouldn't make decisions from a place of defeat or from a place of feeling broken, but that we would go forward making decisions from a place of value because you've created us in your image. So God, just let this wash over your people today. So Psalm 139 in the New Living Translation um says oh lord you have examined my heart and know everything about me you know when i sit down or i stand up you know my thoughts even when i'm far away you see me when i travel and when i rest at home you know everything i do you know what i'm going to say even before i say it lord you go before me and follow me You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day, darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Oh God, if you would destroy the wicked, Get out of my life, you murderers. They blaspheme you. Your enemies misuse your name. Oh, Lord, shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who oppose you? Yes, I hate them with total hatred. For your enemies are my enemies. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life amen. And the enemies, you know, right here where it says, oh God, if you destroy the wicked, get out of my life, you murderers, they blaspheme you and your enemies misuse your name. Um, You can think of those as the things and the thoughts in your head that come against who you are. So if you're thinking, um, who are you to do that? Who are you? Who are, or you know, I'm not good enough for that. Those are enemies of God. And so we can say, get out of my life, you murderers, because they're stealing and they're killing our joy and our peace. Um, That's how I sometimes think about that. When I see those, I don't have murderers that want to kill me in my life. But I do have thoughts that try to intrude on what God is speaking to me. So I just want to encourage you, you're God's masterpiece. You're created anew in Christ Jesus so that you can do the things that God planned for you to do before you were even born. And um, I want to bless you guys and go forth into this new year, either with your trumpets blasting or (laughs) tiptoeing, whatever you feel is right for you and your family.